Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Millennial Mindset Podcast. I am Otis Milton, the Mortgage Millennial, your host for today. Hope everybody is doing well. How's the sound, Sean? We good? Awesome, awesome, awesome. Again, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Millennial Mindset Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Otis L. Milton, the Mortgage Millennial. Uh, I have a few few guests in the uh, in the studio with us today. First of all, shouts out to uh, my brother, engineer, the man, the everything, uh, Sean August, the man, the myth, the legend. Also, I have two of my offspring who have joined me today uh, here in studio. They wanted to see daddy work. So um, come here, girls. Come say hi to the to the to the people. I have my oldest babies here. Give me some love. Give me some energy. Mm. 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 Give me some love now. Look at them wearing their mortgage millennial shirts. We're going to get some business. That's what one thing we're going to do is get some business. We're going to market ourselves and our brands. So got that out the way. My baby's in the in the in the in the place to be with us today. So today we have um we have a very, very interesting topic. But I want to start out again just uh, thanking everybody, thanking everybody who's downloaded the podcast, who's listened, who's streamed, who's shared, who's posted on IG, um, all the support. Man, it's really been overwhelming, the amount of support that I've been getting on this podcast without really putting a huge uh, backing behind it in terms of marketing. So just thank you from the bottom of my heart. I really appreciate it. Um, the streams are up. Uh, the downloads are up. Um, we are, you know, we are excelling over here as we elevate through the mindset. So again, I appreciate everybody from the bottom of my heart as this platform grows and know that we're growing this together. This is not a me, this is a we. So again, I appreciate y'all. Now we're going to get into, uh, today's topic. Um, obviously, you know, this is the, the millennial mindset podcast. So a lot of our topics are based around millennials and today will be no different. And today we're going to get into the millennial marriage, okay? The millennial marriage, or lack thereof, based on the content in the investigation that I have. So, without further ado, let's jump in. So, the millennial marriage, um, this particular topic, I've uh, I've gotten a few requests to, to address this on the podcast, um, a couple of DMs, uh, a couple of people that I've spoke with, and they're like, "You talked about parenting as a millennial. You talked about mental health, but..." What about marriage? Because, you know, that that seems to be a topic that not uh, not many of us want to talk about, uh, but it needs to be talked about. So we're going to delve in today. So I want to start um, with the uh, with some statistics and kind of data to kind of get set the basis uh, for this conversation that we're going to have today with the millennial marriage. So. Let's start with the fact is millennials have the lowest marital weight out of any generation prior to it, right? So we are marrying roughly around just below 32% as a generation, right? Uh, versus the generations before us, uh, Generation X, I mean, uh, Gen, Gen Xers, the baby boomers, and the silent generation all married at 10, 15, 20, even 40%. The, the silent generation married more than millennials do. So that brings up the topic is, so what's happening, <laughs> what's happening to the marriage, right? What's happening to the foundation of the family 
uh, with our generation. And I found out a lot, a lot of information from, you know, from research. So I talked to some of my married millennial friends, male and female, um, to some of my non-married millennial friends, uh, male and female. And also, I, you know, I did some homework and uh, did some research. Oh, shout out to everybody. Shout out, Dr. Class. Shout out to my sister, Darla. Love you. Uh, and thank you guys for tuning in and watching. So we're going to delve into why why is that number seemingly decreasing uh, by each generation? And this generation, is it's increased, uh, decreased substantially. So, so we see that the rate's falling. Uh, red flag number one. So I asked the question, why is the rate falling? All right, what's happening to us? So let's look at some characteristics of the millennial, uh, your average millennial, male or female, right? One, uh, we are looking at things to be valuable that we get into, whether that's business, work. We are really seeking value, right? What do I get out of this? Uh, I think this is something different that the the previous generations didn't ask that question per se because they they kind of it was kind of understood that it was a part of the foundation of how you grow and how you build. Um, the millennial generation we like to be stable, right? I think there's a constant there's a constant search for certainty that we look that we look for in all things, um, marriage being included. Um, careers being included. Uh, again, that's a great thing because you want to, you know, we all want some certainty, but if you know anything about life and maybe you don't, if you haven't experienced enough of it yet, <laughs> you'll know that there's not a lot of things certain in life, right? There is no for sure way of knowing anything is going to be everlasting. That's just the fact of the matter. So I think that we are trying to hedge ourselves, but at the same time, we're losing our footing because we're searching for certainty in something that's uncertain, right? Uh, yes, you go in, I'm sure you go into a marriage not thinking about divorce, right? Or, or thinking that that would be an outcome, but anything could happen. So I think that's issue number one, that we're searching for certainty as a generation, which we do in a lot of things, and we're, we're, we're dropping the ball on faith, right? And so we're seeing now the average age for someone to get married now based on this generation in between the ages of 30 and 33. Now, 50 years ago, we, we, we've increased that number by 10 years. 50 years ago, the average the average age was 23 years old for a man to be married and 24 uh, a female. Right. Today, we're at 30 to 33 for a male and we're at 28 to 30 for a for a woman. Right. And, to be, and remember, this. This rate is below 50 percent, so we're not, not even 50 percent of this generation will ever be married. <laughs> right. And we're getting married later if we're even doing it right now. This brings up a whole nother plethora of issues. Right. So we talk about millennials struggle financially. Right. That we, we seem to be the generation who are hardest hit by the economy and, you know, lack of opportunities after, after graduating college and so on and so forth. Right. Part reasoning being is that we don't have companionship. So in, we are screaming, I'm independent. Right. <laughs> and wonder why we're struggling financially when the other generations previous to us, right. They were marrying at a higher rate, which were having more stability financially because there was more than one income. 
it's extremely hard to go through this life in today's society on one income and be able to build in stride. I'm going to be just frank with you. There are some people that have very high level careers in businesses that they can earn enough to support themselves or their family with one income. The vast majority cannot. So let's just put that into context. So we're holding off on marriage to be financially stable when really a lot of financial stability comes from a partnership. So we're, we're holding, we're holding off on the thing that we need to do to possibly become more financially stable. I hope that sets in to somebody that's listening. I hope that that strikes a nerve, right? So yes, I've been dating such and such for three and a half years, but you know, I just don't know if I'm ready for marriage because we're not, you know, our finances aren't in order. What happens if you're married? Maybe you can put that foundation together. Maybe you guys can build together. Our generation is so divided and everything we have to do on our own. At least we feel that way. We have to do it on our own. I have to come ready-made as is, right? Now, there's a plethora of reasons that go into that, right? We, we can talk about those. Uh, media, um, you know, social media, that that constant reminder of you're not far along in life as you should be based on what your timeline says, right? That you should have this or you should have that, so on and so forth, right? I think the general consensus, at least from the from the research that I did and the conversation that I had was people want to be in a relationship. People want to be married. Like, the vast majority of people don't want to be alone for the rest of their lives, right? But one thing that life has taught me and is continuing to teach me is that there is no security in life, whether that's the marriage, <laughs> whether that's your career, whether that's your health. If 2020 ta taught you nothing, it should have taught you that security is a, an illusion, that anything could happen at any time, good or bad, right? So let's look at this, right? The fact of the matter is two are better than one. There's just, it's more. You have more opportunity to do more together. But millennials are still saying, uh, I don't know. So let's talk about some more reasons, kind of why that is. This is from research that I did. So I talked to someone um, and we had a pretty in-depth conversation about this. And, uh, and, I, and I was told by him, he said, man, to be honest, I haven't really seen a successful marriage. Right. My, my parents' marriage didn't make it. My aunt and uncle, they didn't make it. He even pulled up, see the divorce rate, 55% California. <laughs> I'm just afraid, right? We are now almost suffering as a generation, almost having some forms of PTSD about marriage because we've seen it fail at such a high level, right? There's a statistic uh, out of uh, CSNBC that I read that says the average marriage only lasts eight years, the average marriage, which means more than half of the people that get married are going to be divorced within eight years. So I'll be honest with you, as a millennial, that's scary. So you're like, well, look, if the odds are it gets me that I'm going to be divorced in eight years, why even get married? Right. 
again, now this is this is the media. These are the things you read. This is us as a generation in internalizing negative before we ever go in. We're already thinking that there, the, the outcome is not going to be the one we want. Right. So this is, you know, now we're talking about starting to slowly but surely tweak and turn that mindset of how we look at marriage as a generation. Right. I think if we can fix this or solve this issue of how we look at it, it could actually solve some of the other issues that we have as a generation. So let's go back into real quickly, the value, right? I think my, that may be uh, one of the words that's synonymous with, with the millennial generation is we're looking for value in all things, right? We're looking for a trade-off, right? Uh, I remember a time when marriages were based off of love. I love you and you love me. So we're going to go and build a, a foundation together. Um, this millennium, this generation is looking a little bit different on how they look at that. Like, hey, I love you, but I don't know if I want to commit my life to you without a, without some type of trade-off. These are real conversations. <laughs> this is a real spill what's happening how and how we're looking at it meaning you may have some scenarios well um you know you're just not earning enough money on your side so you know i'm not really ready to take on the burden financially for us as a you know as a unit that's happening that's that's a part the value i don't want to carry more than you right uh the, the the flip side um, you know, I have more to offer, right? I've elevated myself, right? And your partner maybe not has had that same amount of elevation or success. So you fall back. You don't feel like it's a valuable thing to do, right? Because we are constantly looking for, if I'm going to give my time, my commitment, I need something back, Right. Now, this, again, I think has a positive and a negative to it, depending on how you look at it. Yes, we want to always be valuable. Right. But at the same time. When you're looking when you're looking so deep into that, you can lose yourself. Right. And you can actually lose someone who you may truly love and truly care about. Right. If you go too deep into the trade off. Right. I do believe marriage has to be some type of agreement. Right. It has to be an understanding amongst those in that marriage, right? I definitely, definitely believe that, right? But don't go so deep that you lose sight, right, of the marriage, of the foundation of what it's supposed to all be about, right? Um, that that value word and conversation came up quite a bit in me doing the research and getting prepared uh, for today. So I'm like, okay, so everybody's looking for, I'm, I'll, I'll be with you, but what can I, <laughs> what do you have for me, right? Um, and that was, you know, that was huge. That was, um, that was kind of eye opening that it's no longer based off of love. Right. Um, I heard, you know, love doesn't pay the bills. <laughs> um, I can love you to death, but how can we grow as a unit and as a foundation? Um, so some of the other statistics that I kind of looked at and, and it was, some of these were, were kind of alarming, 
Um, but like I said, I think some of these can kind of cross cancel out. The fact of the matter is unmarried millennials are doing much, much worse financially. Right. Just a fact of the matter. Uh, the net worth uh, on annual net worth earnings, they're about 40 percent less unmarried millennials are doing worse than married millennials. Right. Again, we're saying our issue is that we're looking for financial stability and it shows that married millennials are more financially stable, but we're running from being married. Okay. That's very telling right into, into this conversation. Um, and as we look at it, so let's, um, let's look at some, some other contributing factors, right? Let's look at the elevation of the woman, the elevation in the era of the woman that we're in right now. Right. Um, I have four daughters, so, you know, I'm, I'm team, I'm team lady 100%. Right. Um, this is, this is something that's real. So now you have women by and large, very, very educated in this generation, very, very successful, very, very, very independent. Okay. Um, which, you know, men, this is, you got to step up. These ladies are out here and they're elevating themselves. They're doing all that they can to go to, you know, to go to new heights. So again, as the woman has kind of, as the woman has been elevating, um, long overdue, rightfully so, I think that's playing a role in the lack of marriage through this generation, right? Um, believe it or not, some men are going to be intimidated by a woman's success, right? Maybe that's not the man you want if, if that's the case, but nonetheless, these are real things that are happening. Right. I have quite a bit um, of female colleagues and friends that are very, very, very successful. Right. And some of them are like. The guys don't even talk to me anymore, like they don't even try to shoot the shot, let alone if they if they even have a relationship of getting to that next step of actual actually building a, a foundation and, and growing into a marriage. These are things that are contributing to this generation's lack of foundation in marriage, right? Um, let's also talk about the change in the family structure, right? There, that's been an ongoing conversation uh, for some time. So also in this research, it shows that the millennial generation um, is the largest generation of children out of wedlock, Okay. Um, which means a lot. So, which means we will be, I didn't find the statistic yet, but that would let, lead me to believe that we'll be the largest generation of blended families, right? So the family structure is changing by and large by us failing to commit to marriage, to the, to our partner, right? To one person to build, right? This is the numbers are facts. You can <laughs> you can look at look at everything across the board. The fact of the matter is, as 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 a millennial hits thirty years old, for by and large financially, they're doing worse than thirty year olds from the previous generation, right? Um, and most of them are if they're getting married, they're barely starting to think about it at age thirty, right? Um, marriage offers 
the right marriage. Don't get me wrong. I know not all of them are made the same. The right marriage offers stability. Right? I'm not saying get married at 22 if that's not what you're ready ready to do. But understand that marriage offers stability. Right? Which is why married often earns more and has a better income or net worth versus someone single. That's just a fact. There's stability in having a partnership. The numbers say that, not me. I didn't make this up. Don't be mad at me for all the I want to be singles for life. Everybody has their own decision and do as you please, okay? I don't want to fight you over it. Just giving you some some real statistics. So, and this is real, you know, even for me and in my own mind and how I look at how I look at marriage, right? So I got some more stuff that I want to uh, delve into, but what we're going to do right now is take a quick, quick break. Um, we're going to come back and then we're going to finish this. I have some other, some other good stuff that I want to tap in with you about. Also, I have a dynamic, awesome story for story time. We've got a new homeowner we're going to talk about. And also I have a surprise to talk about an uh, upcoming series that I have coming. So we're going to take a quick break and I'll be right back with you. It's the Millennial Mindset Podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are back. If you're just tuning in, it's the Millennial Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Otis L. Milton, the Mortgage Millennial. And we are talking today. We're talking about the millennial marriage, the millennial marriage. So uh, when I left, we were discussing a few things. But what I want to delve into is the the reality of marriage, right? And this is, again, this is my own opinion, right? And this is from the research and the conversations and the interviews that I've had um, amongst amongst married folks, amongst unmarried folks, um, in terms of the reality, right? The reality of marriage is, is this. Um, commitment is number one, right? Commitment is number one, right? If you're, if you are religious, if that commitment is to, is to your God, right? To that commitment is to your partner. Um, that's commitment to that relationship, commitment to it being ever growing, right? This may be news to some of you that a marriage or even a relationship is going to make, is going to you're going to need to constantly grow it. you never reach a point where, oh, we're good now and there's no more problems, right? A marriage will come problems. A relationship will come problems, right? Um, in your in your professional career, there'll come problems. In any aspect of your life, you will face adversity, right? That's the reality. And so I think this generation is we are constantly searching for the perfect thing to do, right? And I tell you this, you'll never get married if you keep doing that. If you're searching for the absolute 100 of 100, there's nothing wrong with this. Everything's perfect. Um, you probably will never get married. Um, that's just that's just the fact that it's a constant evolution. And that's that's the commitment that has to be made. That we will constantly work on being better. We will constantly work on ourselves to be the best version of ourselves as we can for ourselves and our partners and our family. I think that may be the piece that's missing amongst my generation. 
is that the reality of marriage, the reality of anything that is nurtured takes commitment and it's constant. So you are out there looking for him or looking for her or whatever the case may be. And you like, oh, he's great. But, oh man, she's, she's dope. But, 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 but. The fact of the matter is, this is where we lack as a generation. We lack of making commitments, especially long-term commitments. I have some clients that <laughs> they don't want to sign one-year leases. <laughs> they don't want to be stuck in nothing. You know, I I think I would say my generation might be the generation that was responsible for half of the phone companies getting rid of commitments for 24 months or two, uh, 12 months because we're not doing it. We will go get Boost Mobile before we sign a one-year commitment to anything, right? Um, 24-Hour Fitness, they stopped doing one-year commitments because people weren't coming, right? This generation struggles with commitment, um, which is why this marriage number is so low, um, and it seems to continuously be decreasing. So the fact of the matter is we're A, searching for certainty when that really doesn't exist. That's number one. Uh, Number two, uh, we are afraid of commitment. Um, we're searching for so much value that we are missing our opportunities. Um, and I think there's a lot of room for improvement on this. So if you take nothing away, look at the reality of what marriage is. Marriage is stability. Now, don't get me wrong. It does have to be with the right person, right? And even that's going to take some faith. That's going to take some faith, right, on your on your behalf, Right. Um, that's going to take some accountability on your behalf as well. So there's there's some moving pieces to this, but look at the facts. The facts are two or better than one. Okay. Um, what else do I want to say about this before I move on? Oh, shout out to uh, Diana. Uh, that's that's my homegirl from back in the day, man. We used to work retail together. She's been married for a long time. Shout out to her and her husband. They're they're some really cool people. Hey, Diana. Um, and they're young. They they got married young. I mean, I think I've known Diana since high school. They they've been married for a long time. So, um, shouts out and, and blessings to you, man, and the family. And tell hubby I say hello. Um, yeah. Let me make sure I didn't miss anything that I that I wanted to go over. Do we? Nobody want to talk? Y'all didn't call in. The phone number is one more time before I move on. Hey, what's up, Chris? Four two four two three four nine four one six. If you want to talk about the millennial marriage or marriage at all or relationship at all, feel free to call in. Um, I hit all my points. Oh, the last thing I wanted to um, address on this topic is, and we kind of talked about this a little bit in the uh, millennial parenting as a millennial. Um, we're doing everything later in life. Um and so I was looking at why, you know, looking at some of why that is, um, I think a lot of a lot of us are want to enjoy life up front. Right. A lot of uh, of our family members and parents and grandparents, they worked so hard early. And with the, with the thought in the process, the mindset that they'll be able to enjoy their life. Once they do their work. Right. And I think we've seen some of 
our grandparents, parents, and family members who that outcome that they were going for, they never hit. And they end up retiring and they end up struggling and they end up, it end up being tough. Our generation is looking like, I want to have my time now. I'm looking for, I'm not waiting till I turn 65 to vacation and do what I want. We're doing it right now. Right. And I think there's some, there is some gold in that in doing it that in having that mindset at the same time, know this, the older you get, the more you're going to be set in your ways of who you are, right? Um, what you're willing or not willing to to accept or um or uh you know or deal with or whatever case may be or compromise with, that gets tougher the older that you get, right? So keep that in mind at the same time. So you want to be out here living your best life, hey, to absolutely to each his own. But if if marriage is even a thought of, uh, uh, in your mind, in your heart, it's something serious that you want to do. I would take the steps if you're not if you're not in a relationship to make sure you get yourself right. But stop searching for the, the perfect opportunity. It doesn't exist. Just as I told you in parenting as a millennial, the perfect time does not exist. OK, we I see some questions here. Can I be single and successful for the rest of my life? Absolutely. That's a choice that people have to make, right? Um, can you be single and successful? Absolutely, right? Uh, some might think it's easier to be single and successful because there's less time commitment or energy commitment to another person, right? Yes, but the fact is that that's a tougher uphill battle. The numbers say that, not me, right? The fact of the matter is that having that support at home does wonders for one's career okay so yes great question sean um can that happen absolutely i mean we see it happen every day and at the same time that's a it's a plus and a minus because i think so some of us see it happen and like i can do that i don't need her i don't need him right when no for the most part there are some people out there that feel differently people don't want to live the rest of their life alone people want to to be loved people want to love right people want to have a partner people want to share their life experiences with someone else so set your life up to be able to do so oh shout out to my sister my sister has been married a long time i i i think you've been married what 20 is it 20 years yet shout out to my sister and my brother-in-law uh black love uh, I, I remember being at that wedding when I was a little little hamster myself. So shout out to my sister, uh, my brother-in-law. A man who finds a wife is a good thing. Hold on, let me see this. That's a great. That's a great topic. Um, again, I don't believe that you cannot be favored. That you cannot that you cannot be successful that you cannot grow exponentially um, individually, right? Um, I believe all that to be true. We have some we have some stories, right? Uh, but let's look at let's look at some notable let's look at some notable. Oh, I'm so, I'm sorry. It's just 22 years. Put some respect on it. Um, let's look at some some of our favorites from our culture um, who, when became married elevated and went to another level 
right? One of our favorites, me and Sean's, one of our favorites is, is Hove, Mr. Carter himself. To Jay-Z was the man to us prior to Beyonce, right? But there was a different level when he found his partner and they built what they built. Right? He didn't become the absolute mogul, the 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 top of the top, um, until he found the queen. Right? They are beyond what we see as a power couple. That's support. Now they're a pretty private couple, so there's there's so much that you don't see. But I would believe that she's been very supportive in helping him make his business decisions and vice versa. There's nothing like having a partner that you can trust that want to see you win and you want to see them win. There's nothing like that, right? Now, like Sean is saying, you should want to see yourself win as well, right? That you, you, you winning should not be predicated on whether you are married or in a relationship, Look, and you're right. B is a way better rapper. She's she's probably about to drop a rap album, if you if you let me tell it. Um, but it's not solely predicated off of that. You want to be come together, come to the table strong individually, but get up from the table stronger together, right? That's what the marriage is about, right? That's what the millennial marriage, I hope, can be about, right? <laughs> if we don't completely lose it and just go into situational ships for the rest of our lives. And live that way because we just don't see the importance of marriage. So, man, this is a this is a deep topic. I can go on forever, but I won't. I won't. I won't go on too deep. Um, we will. We'll pick this up again later on um, in the podcast life of the mortgage millennial. Po- I'm sorry, of the millennial mindset podcast. So, right now, what we want to do? I have two things that I want to do before we end today. Uh, we're going to go into story time. I still haven't come up with like a really cool name for that yet, but I'm working on it. Um, I want to share this story um, again for some of you that uh, watch me on social. Um, I shared this story. I had a uh, I had a gentleman, a millennial, a millennial. Shout out uh, to Mr. Williams. This um, I met this gentleman. Oh, man, I met this gentleman probably about a year ago and um, he wanted to purchase a property. Um, he wasn't in bad shape in terms of his financial. He's a he's a single person, and um, well educated, uh, really good career, and uh, you know, and doing his thing. Um, but the market was really aggressive for him, and it was tough for him to, you know, get in there and find the actual property. So some time went by. He kind of got discouraged. I mean, we had some heart to heart conversations, um, and he got back out there. And then uh, we were able to negotiate, me and his uh, real estate agent were able to negotiate with the other side, and we got an offer accepted for him. And so uh, he gets he gets super, super excited about the property. We're excited for him. We're going through the process. And then we find out, like, I mean, a few days prior to closing, that the people that are selling this property to us has a silent lien on the property that they didn't know about. And he he's like, oh, my God, I already told my apartment I was moving. <laughs> I already put in my I got my moving truck for Saturday. I don't know what I'm going to do. Oh, my God. So I said, don't worry. We're going to figure this out. So I got I sat down with the uh, with the other agents and the title company. And we kind of it took us some time. It took it. We had to extend it and we had to push this moving truck back a few, a few days. 
but we were able to uh, get it all situated. So I'm proud to tell you guys that uh, last week, Mr. Williams became a homeowner. Uh, shout out to the single millennial male. Um, it's not many of those. It's more of the females that's doing it. So shout out to Mr. Williams, a millennial male who bought a house, um, a beautiful home out in um, Adelanto, California. Um, if you if you see the picture on my uh, on my IG or my Facebook, it's a beautiful home. Um, it's got the pool. So I told him the mortgage millennial will be at the pool. I'm bringing a bottle uh, to the housewarming party. So. Uh, that's an amazing story I wanted to share with you guys. Um, when I when I called him last week and told him that we f- we funded a loan, uh, he just broke down, man. And he I could hear the tears and excitement of joy in his voice, and that re- that's a reminder of why I do what I do, right? It's I'm I have an impact on people's lives, right? This gentleman uh, is one of the first in his family to own a home, right? So big deal over here, man. We elevating through the mindset. We breaking generational curses. We're not letting nothing hold us back. We're going to get what it is that we want. So shout out to Mr. Williams. Shout out to Storytime. Uh, the last thing I want to leave you guys with is um, we're getting ready to go into a series uh, on the Millennial Mindset Podcast. I have some special guests um, that are going to be joining us uh, for this series. It's called the Manifestation Series, right? And uh, what's so dope about this series is uh, each one of my guests that will come on I have literally seen them manifest where they are today. Like I've seen it with my own two eyes. Like I know you be like, it's so much, everybody's manifesting. I know it sounds cliche. Like, oh my God, my chakras are aligning. Like, you know what I mean? But real life, I've seen these people that are going to come and share the stage with me and share the mic with me. Like I've seen them at the bottom. Like, I mean, I've seen them when I'm going to keep it at a hundred percent. I'm like, I don't know. It may be time to pivot and do something else. They believed in themselves and they believed in their mission and their calling so much that even when their family and their friends and everybody said, nah, I don't know, they stay with it. They stay with it. And they and they say, I knew I would be here right now. Right. So the manifestation series is going to be really dope because you're going to see and hear some stories. And see like just real tangible things that they did to truly manifest where they are today, right? Uh, truly manifest what it is to become an entrepreneur, right? Because everybody wants to do it right now. COVID, COVID got everybody not wanting to go to work no more. Nobody wants to do a job. Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. But you got to be able to put in that entrepreneur work. You got to understand that lifestyle. You got to understand that it takes a manifestation. You got to understand it's going to hurt. It's going to look crazy. People going to say, what the hell are you doing? what are you doing? You know what I mean? What are you doing? You trying to build something? <laughs> what are you, man, you didn't even graduate high school and now you want to become an entrepreneur. So the manifestation series is going to be absolutely fire. Um, you guys are going to want to miss that. I'm not going to share some of the, some of the guests yet. I want to keep it a surprise. So please be on the lookout. That is coming um, on the next, I think we're going to start that on the next one. Um, dates. In times, I will definitely push those out because we got to make sure we uh, can accommodate our guests. But again, you guys are not going to want to miss the manifestation series. If you are trying to elevate, if you're trying to figure out how can I really put the wheels on my car, right? Like this chapter in your book should be game time. Like That's the chapter in my life and where I am right now is game time. We've had preparation, right? We've had some lessons, losses, L's, however you want to look at them. But now it's time 
to really play. Right now it's time to really play. So that's the manifestation series coming up next is going to be absolutely fire. I'm about to go ahead and get out of here. I want to shout out to my brother, Sean. Shout out to my babies here in the studio with me. Um, Manifestation series. You're not going to want to miss it. Otis L. Milton, the mortgage millennial. Thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of the millennial mindset podcast. The millennial marriage is strong and I believe we can, we can fix this and we can grow this and we can be better. And with that said, you guys know my motto until next time. One love.